Remember Ringback? Ringback? Yeah, like you would call somebody's phone and like instead of it just ringing, it would like play a song. Oh, yeah. That people oh, would buy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I used to call people's phones and it would like play a song. That Whoa. was the shit. Forgot about that. Yeah. That's crazy. Nostalgia. Am I right? Wow. All right. Anyways. Anyways. So, uh, what's going on with you? Uh. <laughs> what's going on with you, babe? Tell me how you feel. <laughs> Um, not much is going on with me. I'm still out of work. Um, it's you just crushing it on a lockdown, COVID style. Um, round like you know what's funny is we started podcasting in round two of quarantine, and our first episode was all about quarantine, but it was very specific about like round one of yeah. quarantine. Round two hit hard, huh? <laughs> Round two is definitely not been like as good. And I like feel like I try to think back to that episode and like we had so much like words of wisdom and like advice on like how to survive quarantine. And we're not doing any of that. You know what? I think we are making progress, but I think we, yeah, we're, we, yeah. We're, we're falling off a bit. No, I think we started off bad, but I think we now like are like kind of on the up yeah. climb. You know, um, these are definitely weird times. And if there's anyone out there who is experiencing um, what I'm experiencing in the sense of like being out of work right now, um, this round two has definitely been a little bit more challenging. But um, I do feel like I am on the up and up. I feel like the past like last night and today has been like really good. That's great. And I feel like we're moving up and we're moving forward. Um but yeah, if you are having a hard time, um, that's okay. It's normal, but try not to get not try not to allow yourself to get like sucked into it. What I've noticed is that with you specifically, um, you know, being locked down again, being stuck inside, I think that definitely weighs on you when you're doing it multiple days in a row. And uh, you know, yesterday we went out to the beach, had a great day. We uh we live streamed yeah. for about two minutes, <laughs> two minutes thirty seconds. Um, yeah. I think we had a total of three people. Yeah, jump on the live stream shut until out. you shut it down. But they all jumped on for about three, three seconds, seconds, which is totally fine. <laughs> they got to see my toes in the sand. Yeah, all good. You know, but can I say like the thing that made that trip great was it was it. I guess it wasn't spontaneous. I guess we did plan it. But we did do but something like, spontaneous today. But like, but like, it was kind of planned because like we had the idea of going to the beach yesterday, but we really didn't know like what time we were going to go. We'd have like a set plan, like morning or night or whatever. And we just kind of were busy all day long. Um, we cleaned out the closet. Physically, not metaphorically. <laughs> yeah. We physically cleaned our closet out. Physically cleaned our closet, got rid of a bunch of stuff, and then not only reorganized, but also went and purchased some new items to help organization and storage solutions. And now we have like such a beautiful closet and it's so nice. Did that really lift your spirits? It really did. Like once it, like it was, I'm not going to lie. Day kind of started off rocky. No, 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 like doing it, I was like, oh fuck, what did I get us into? Because <laughs> like literally our entire bedroom 
and was living room covered. Let me how, let how me. Did, how explain. did we take a tiny little closet and fill up an entire bedroom and living room? That's what bummed me out earlier in the day because I was thrown off because like. You know, it it wasn't too messy in our apartment. And, you know, for those who have followed us from the beginning, you know that we live in a one bedroom apartment, pretty small and uh, everything was clean. It had its purpose, had its place. And uh, we just totally destroyed I, the place. I, I did. You destroyed the place. And I was like, OK, this is how the day is going to go. Like, couldn't walk into the bedroom. Nope. All the way out into the living room, we had piles of stuff. Yeah, um, I had to, you know, rearrange how I had things set up in the in the garage. Yeah, but you know, I will say after everything's said and done, the closet looks way better. It we got rid so of good. a lot of stuff that needed to get yeah. cleaned out, both like metaphorically out of the yeah. closet yeah. and physically. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all in all, that was good. We had a great evening at the beach yeah that was so nice and it like really prompted us to want to do it more often i think we will do it more often yeah you set some high expectations I though <laughs> i know you even told people like we're going to the beach three times a week <laughs> you heard it here first <laughs> anyways um world is still crazy out there though yeah shit's happening yeah. um so i figured depression is real yeah so that's what kind of prompted me to do this episode was just because yeah. You were having a rough week. Um, the world was having a rough week. Shit's crazy. I think the world's been having a rough year. It has. <laughs> 2020 has been super shitty. Yeah. So I figured a great way you know, for us to kind of lighten the mood was to, you know, take you back to a better time. Yeah. You know, so today we're going to be talking about nostalgia. nostalgia. What are you going to do that? <laughs> we're not... It's <laughs> so cheesy. Yeah, we're not doing the cheesy thing every time, but really, we're talking about nostalgia. No, we're we're bringing you back to a better time. Yeah, which was I don't know, early two thousands, the nineties. Yeah, our childhood, our you know our blunder years yeah just what does that mean those are like when you look back and you look at like what is the definition of blunder um i think of that like freshman year or maybe like no what is the definition of blunder things that you're not proud of like oh that's what it means like a few were i've never heard that word before the blunder years are like a specific time where you're like oh if you were to look in the yearbook and you have like the scene hair or like mm. oh that period of time classic that's that's what i mean by that uh, yeah it says regrettable yes <laughs> regrettable <laughs> is what i'm looking for yeah okay amazing so when you start thinking about nostalgia yeah um you know what sort of things just kind of come to mind like when you think about your childhood or you think about times, isn't nostalgia so hot right now? Yeah. Like there's so many reboots of things or there's so many products or things that are being like, you know, brought back that we're so familiar with and have all these strong memories with. Yeah. Like, is there certain things like when you think of nostalgia that instantly kind of comes to mind? Um, well, only because we were talking about it a little earlier today, but like go Yeah. And like, 
Okay, specifically the barrels. Like the barrel of drinks. Go-Hurts? No, the barrel <laughs> drinks. Like the drinks that literally looked like a barrel. Did those have foil tops on them? Yes. That that would just peel off? Yes, they had foil tops and it was like a plastic barrel and they came in like orange, grape, all the worst flavors ever. Yeah. No, those are good flavors. <laughs> I just like the thing that got me thinking about that the other day is just like to also think about that in a deeper sense of like the fact that like our parents thought that it was okay to raise us on that shit that's just like pure sugar well it's like breakfast cereal it's, it's like, like not okay you're like oh start your morning with a healthy nutritious breakfast made of pure sugar like here's cocoa puffs <laughs> like and on that note like i used to my favorite cereal growing up yeah. was crispix which is yeah. just like a it's kind of like a, a wheat yeah, yeah, like yeah. thing. It's just like the plain wheat cereal, yeah, but, you, but you do like seven spoonfuls exactly. of sugar. It's like, I, it was supposed to be a healthy breakfast. Yeah. And then I was like, you know, it goes great with just yeah. plain bland wheat cereal. Yeah. Spoonfuls of sugar. Well, yeah, that's just like anytime, you're, anytime your parents shit. would try to give you a healthy breakfast or like, oh, here's some like, Here's like a piece of wheat toast, but here's peanut butter and honey on top of it. And then like, here's a grapefruit, but here's a spoonful of sugar on top of it. Yeah. Like. That's America. This is America. Like, not okay. (laughs) And here's a big glass of like Florida orange juice. Yeah. But going back to the barrels thing. Oh, yeah. I was not a barrel drinker. Squeeze it. I I was a squeeze it. I was a squeeze it drinker. And I'd pair my squeeze it with cheese it's. (laughs) That was the shit squeeze it cheese it how i didn't end up to be like 300 pounds is beyond me yeah well you were active yeah you're in wrestling used to spit a lot to lose weight yeah but i mean that's like high school like i kind of figured shit out a little bit you were like a skinny kid in middle school right yeah super yeah how did you not grow up fat i don't know quick metabolism well you played football well even before that like I played baseball. Yeah. Um, which I always tell people I played baseball for seven years, which I'm pretty sure I made that up. I probably played for like three seasons, like, you know, springtime. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I tell people seven years. I don't know where that came from. If I really thought back about it, it probably was not that. Yeah. Because this was all before middle school. Like, I definitely wasn't playing baseball yeah. up until middle school. Yeah. Um, it was like T-ball. Which yeah. was like, you know, probably first grade. Yeah. Up until, I don't know, maybe third grade. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. No, but you also did have like a little bit of an adolescent chubby time. Like when, yeah, when right. you had like the bleach spiked hair. Yeah. The bleach tips. With the puka shell necklace. <sighs> I wrote that on my list. I was I rocking. Wrote puka shell necklaces. See, that stuff's coming back though. That's what I'm saying. Nostalgia. What? Yeah. Puka shell necklaces. Well, just think how cool like Hawaiian t shirts are. Yeah. Again, like I used to wear that shit like not trying to be cool, like yeah. in elementary school, like yeah. fourth, fifth grade. Yeah. With my bleached spike tip hair and a puka shell necklace. Oh, God. Now that's like back, like the 90s fashion is think, coming back. Do you think the oversized button up shirts with the flames on it is going to come back? God, I hope not. I think that's dead. I don't know if that's going to come back. I do remember like us girls, we had our version of like the Hawaiian shirt, which it was like, I remember having these like little like 
pencil dresses that were like sh- these short little like bodycon dresses mm-hmm. and they would have like Hawaiian flowers and stuff on them. And that was like, but and we would wear like a puka shell necklace with that. Puka shell necklaces were the shit. Yeah, and it and if you were cool, you had a bracelet to match. Yeah, but I mean, speaking just about like childhood nostalgia, yeah, in general, like I wanted to kind of bring this up because we've been together so long, like we're almost getting to the point where we've been with each other half of our lifetime. Yeah. Which is in the next couple of years, we'll hit that. Two like, years, right? We'll hit I think that? so. Yeah. Where half of our lifetime being alive has been spent with each other. That's crazy. So there's very limited amount of like things about you that I don't know. And that was pretty much everything, you know, childhood and then into like the blunder years. I feel like I've told you everything. No, well, hopefully I'll get to yeah, hear some stories maybe. today that I don't know. And yeah. I think that's going to be really fun to me. Yeah. But um, for sure, I don't know a whole lot about like, your childhood stories like i'm sure you have some in mind that you might want to bring up but you know like you know maybe some obsessions you had when you were a kid or something that i am not aware of Mm, that you're not aware of yeah um i mean i'm pretty sure you know about my little mermaid obsession i legit like i'm not exaggerating and i'm not just saying this like i legit would put that vhs in watch it Rewind it. Watch it. Rewind it. Okay. Literally like seven times. On that note, I do remember this, but I got the details wrong. Remember how like recently it's like, weren't you obsessed with um with the Incredibles? That you used to like watch that every day? I thought that it was the Incredibles. What? Which came out like right when we first started dating. So like at 16 years old. <laughs> so I have it in my memory. That you would go home and watch The Incredibles every single day. Yeah, definitely And when I not. think back, I'm like, that's super weird at like 16 to watch that movie over and over again, like every day. I vaguely remember you saying something, but I don't even recall it being The Incredibles. But that's, I, re- that's the I remember movie. you said something and I was like, no, like I have no clue what you're talking about. That's no. the movie. It was when I was little. I would literally watch <laughs> The Little Mermaid seven times a day. Great movie. And it was... it. The- <laughs> It is a great movie. And and it's funny because like I had such an interesting childhood, like with my mom, you know, basically being like ultimate, ultimate like soccer mom, like watching six kids every single day of her life. Um, And so all of those poor, poor little bastards had to watch that movie seven times a day, too, because baby Sarah got what baby Sarah wanted. So that was like your obsession was Little oh. Mermaid. Did it? Did you do other things? Like, did you pretend to be a mermaid? Yes, of course. Like you pretended you were Ariel all the time. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Like any, like the day we got a pool in our backyard. Oh my god, all I wanted was like fins. How old were you when you were doing this? Um, I want to say like, God, I feel like we got my pool when I was probably like. Eight, nine, ten, fourteen. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> Just kidding. Big I jump. I don't know. So I, I can't specifically remember anything of like with me that I was obsessed with. Um, maybe not at that age, like younger. So that's what I was trying to figure out what age, like. Mm-hmm. But I was kind of obsessed with at like I don't know, eleven, 
12 years old, mm-hmm, probably. Mm-hmm. Like, I was really big into WWF. Mm. Like, that was like a religion to me. Like, 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 were you obsessed to the point where, like, you had, like, if you were to look articles back, articles of items that, like, yeah, if you were to look back in old pictures, like old like photo albums, or would be, yeah, I had t shirts of my favorite wrestlers. Um, who was your favorite wrestler? So, my favorite wrestler was Kane growing up, which he was a guy who got burnt up in a fire, he was oh. kind of like a bad guy. He wore a mask. Just because I have a burnt face, that doesn't mean the rest of my parts aren't working. So that's <laughs> that's why he wore the mask. So I had a cane glove. Oh um, god! Because I actually I went to at the Staples Center. I went to uh, a WWF match. This before it, it turned to the WWE. Are you sure it wasn't at like a high school gymnasium? No, that's fun now <laughs> to go to those. But back then, it was like we went to the big show. Shit! Like we went to Staples Center. I got a cane glove. He was wrestling that night. Like that was like the highlight of my life at that point. But I had like dozens of action figures. Yeah. I had the little WWF ring that I would do like fake matches and I'd have a whole game plan like or a whole story played out in my head. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my one of my childhood friends at the time, like that was something that we just were really deeply interested in and really consumed a lot of our time at that age before you started getting like kind of corrupted. Yeah. Before I started like riding bikes around the neighborhood and hanging out with like people I shouldn't have been hanging out with and doing things I should have been doing. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, I was probably like obsessed with like church and like, <laughs> like going to youth group and like dancing and like, Oh, I did that too. To, like Christian music and like, see, but I would, I would categorize that more in my, my blunder years time. Like when I was really into the youth group stuff, mm. I had, you know, a sweet necklace that was like nails in a, in the shape of a cross. Oh, no. Wore that all the time. God, Never thank- read the Bible, though. Yeah. But I had that. <laughs> thank God you didn't wear that when we met. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, what? how did you have fun when you were growing up? Like, what did you do? I mean, um, obviously. Okay. So, again, I will, I, just to paint a picture for everyone out there, my mom growing up was a stay-at-home mom for like the majority of my childhood probably up until I was I think 13 or 14 and so um she had me my sister and my brother and then we had her best friend lived directly across the street from us and she had two boys so there was another two and then we had another friend who lived down like just a little bit further from them um who was an only child girl so my mom all those parents they worked every day yeah and so my mom was the only stay-at-home mom like really in the neighborhood and so my mom literally had six kids with her every single day five days a week for like up until i was like 14 yeah so So what did you guys do so in that and so so that's like I literally grew up with three other people that weren't my siblings literally every day for that long. And even in the summertime, because people are still working in the summertime, even when school's out. So like my mom had all of us. So we would like, like rollerblade. We skate for fun. We're soul skaters. And they used to, um, all the boys were like super into like 
skateboarding and bike riding and they would build ramps in our backyards like <laughs> um or like playing house like we'd play house and like you know someone was like the mom and the dad and the dog and the mailman that's and- how you get in trouble right there <laughs> yeah um or i remember like uh playing like secretary like we had like old computers everybody had that we're like yeah like like an old computer that like our parents weren't using anymore how sexist you girls were all the secretaries we wanted to be and like (laughs) oh all of us girls were like super obsessed with like we would put fake nails on so that like we'd get the little click when you when you type on the keyboard a little asmr yeah um yeah like we just like would play in the street like we'd bike ride we'd skateboard rollerblade yeah i think that's what i did a lot of definitely riding bikes was like the savior for me because Mm -hmm. i grew up in a gated community where there was nothing around to go to yeah um so we would bike all over the place Mm -hmm. and uh you know we would build jumps and Mm -hmm. empty lots yep um but a funny story i don't know if you know this one that i can kind of you know give to you um did you ever have a tree house growing up? No, but I climbed trees all the time as a kid. Well, with those toes, yeah. <laughs> Just climbing anything. Babe, I literally was known as like the climbing freak. Like I would climb fences and trees and like anything I could climb, I would climb. Like I loved climbing. Yeah. I still love climbing. It's the climb. So I never had a tree house yeah. of my own. I'm sorry. Me neither. Like, there was no family tree house thing. But, you know, one of the things that I remember specifically, and the only reason I didn't have a tree house was because we didn't have, like, a cool tree in our yard. Like, we had palm trees. Like, you can't, you can't build a tree house on a palm tree. That's usually the reason why people don't have tree houses. No, I think a lot of people don't have tree houses because... Well, you can't have a tree house if you don't have a tree. Yeah, but there's plenty of people that have trees with no house in it. Yeah. Um, so I shared a, a long driveway um, with a neighbor. Like we had the same long driveway and then we had two separate. Oh, is this the old house that like you yeah. lived in before yep. the one that I knew? Yep. Okay. So growing up, you know, this is definitely like in the summertime or something. Um you know, I would get together with friends. We'd be riding our bikes around and we probably saw something on TV and we're like, oh, that would be a cool idea. Let's build a tree house. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have a tree. Mm-hmm. So we decided to build a tree house in somebody else's tree. I feel like I just recently like became enlightened on this story. Yeah. I mean, I might have brought it up, but. No, I feel like, like you and your dad were talking about it. No. Yeah. So it was a bitch and tree house, though. Like. No adults were involved in building this. It was just yeah. like all my friends. Somehow we got a bunch of tools. We got a bunch of wood nails. Like, I don't know where we got any of it, but we built like a three story tree house in our neighbor's tree. I don't know if I believe that a three story tree house. It had three levels. Are you? I, <laughs> it had three levels for sure. It had like three steps. It had three levels. Babe. There was like a basement level where How we kept supplies. I had to have been like 10 or something. It was How, young. How are you building a tree house at 10 years old? I don't know. How high was it? Up a tree. Was it like at the ground on the tree? It wasn't like a shrub house. It was in a tree. 
It was up there, but there was three levels. Was there no girls allowed? Eh, probably. At but, that age. Um, so the bottom level was like the basement. We kept all the supplies in there. The The second level was like the living level. Like that's where <laughs> the main floor was. And then we had like a lookout level. Like the level. kitchen and the living room. Yeah, we had the TV <laughs> and, you know, the stove was in there, microwave, the refrigerator. Yeah. No. No, it was just like the main yeah. like floor. And then we had like yeah. a lookout level. But yeah. we eventually, like, we would work on this thing every day in like the summer. How were you in someone's backyard and they didn't? It wasn't in their backyard. It was oh. in like the front of their house. Oh, But because of the way the driveway was, they lived up on a hill. Mm-hmm. And this tree was like, down on the street level oh okay but it was their tree and their property well sure so the community i lived in they have their own um like policing type of deal um they have like the community police yeah so babe grew up in a gated community that's what i said that earlier i got it i said that earlier so fancy um we ended up getting in trouble because you know we were building this tree house in somebody else's basically front yard they clearly knew we were doing it because they'd probably drive home and be like, what the hell is that? And yeah. A tree. Yeah. But we would start at like 6 a.m. Like we got so excited about building this thing. So we'd be making all this noise, you know, banging and building in somebody else's, you know, front yard. And I think that's what ended up screwing it up for us because, you know, we were getting away with it for the first couple of days or whatever. <laughs> they were probably like, oh, cool. Somebody's building a tree house. And then they're probably getting woken up on the weekend, like kids screaming and, you know, Who'd you do this with? Um, I think like the neighborhood kids who I wasn't even friends with started joining in because it was like this event, like this fucking tree house was. Yeah. Like, so who started it? Who'd you start it with? It was for sure me. And it was uh, my old friend, Brian, who was a lot older. So that's probably how we got the tools. I didn't really get in trouble. I I remember like it being kind of funny to my parents. Like you can't go build a tree house in somebody else's tree. Yeah. Like, so we had to take it down. I remember the the community police, like they made us take the tree house down and uh, take everything out. But that was probably like the first time that I remember like getting in somewhat like of trouble. But the first time that I got in real big trouble where I remember like being grounded. Yeah. Um was this story that happened with the same older friend uh and it had to do with like our ice plants. I don't know if that rings any bells to you. Okay, kind you of. Remember this. Kind so, of. So tell me. Again, if I can kind of paint the picture of where we lived. Let's do a fantastic little painting together. We you know, we had a big steep driveway mm-hmm. that went up a hill mm-hmm. and on this hill it was covered with ice plants. Mm-hmm. And you know, my dad spent Every like mm. day off of work, like doing landscaping, making sure the house looked really nice. All the ice plants were taken care of. Like all the weeds were taken out. I'm trying to think of what an ice plant looks like. Look it up on I'm, your phone. Okay, I'm gonna look it up. Real it's quick. it. Uh, it kind of looks like a succulent thing. Like it's okay, like that's succulents what I'm picturing. that are like a ground coverage succulent type of plant. Oh, so instead of, like these. So instead of grass, like our hill was covered with ice plants. Okay, cool. Okay. So that's what our, our hill was covered with. Uh, it was ice plant. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And at, at some point, I think we were like playing like catch or football or something in our yard, which was above the ice plants. Mm-hmm. So we had like a little grassy area mm-hmm. and then this big hill that was just covered with the ice plants. And mm-hmm. like I said, everything was like manicured, you know, to the nines. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 
that was like a, a big pride thing for my dad when he was off of work. Yeah. Was he would, you know, come home and make sure everything like was in tip top shape. Yeah. So me and my friend Brian were playing up like on the upper grassy area, probably yeah. like playing catch or something. And at some point, I think I remember like the ball went down the hill. Yeah. So instead of going, you know, down the driveway and around to get the ball, yeah. I was I think I just like jumped down and slid down the hill. Yeah. And so I did that and it like with those with those ice plants, it was like really slick and you yeah. were able to really slide down yeah. like a slip and slide type of deal. Yeah. So that just started like us going and jumping down this thing constantly over and over and over again till the entire hillside was just destroyed. And I remember um coming into the house both brian and i like covered in mud and my parents are like uh what, what? <laughs> like <laughs> and at some point i think my sisters like went outside and were like you're in so much trouble and like i think my dad walked outside and his landscaping was just fucking destroyed oh my god gone and you terrible child that was probably like the first time he probably yelled at me mm. and that was the first time that i remember being grounded and i remember them saying like you can't see brian anymore did you get spanked probably remember spanking he was he was a big time spanker do you remember slip and slides i made my own slip and slide i know you said that i was like oh yeah slip and slides another like yeah great like that's thing. what we did it was a big hill that we were yeah. sliding down yeah and jumping down yeah it was a great time until yeah. we realized that we totally destroyed you know our front lawn yeah and uh, yeah, my dad was not happy. There was definitely spankings involved. You're such a little punk. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, I mean, what? I don't think I know your first time like getting in trouble or being grounded, Miss Christian Girl Eight Nine Four. Um. Yeah, like I like. There's things like coming to me now, like as you're talking. Like I remember one time. Um, when I was like really young, probably like seven or something, I remember saying, damn it. And my sister was like, I'm going to tell mom, like you're in so much trouble. And like, I literally had no clue what I did wrong. Like, I didn't know that it was a bad word. I didn't know that it was any different from dang it. Like, yeah, no idea. So I'm pretty sure that didn't hold up. I don't think I got in trouble. My parents just told me, don't say that again. Um, uh, the like the biggest times of like like i feel like the things you didn't get that in I re- trouble till i met you and corrupted you no 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 the things that i well granted let's be let's paint the picture get out your brushes and paint along i was christian girl 894 yeah. i was relatively like a pretty like goody good like literally like my nickname in school like everyone called me sarah goody good two shoes and i was like what does that even mean like and i just thought it was like so mean that they would say that to me but i'm like oh, i kind of was i was total goody good two shoes christian girl 894 your aim name for those who remember from i think a previous episode we talked about that oh yeah did we talk about that i don't know it i don't remember if it made the cut or not but we mentioned it oh yeah yeah, so, well, if that didn't make the cut, now you know, back when AIM was a thing, another nostalgia, like, thing in itself, that was my username, was Christian Girl 894 Um, so the two things, like, the, the only two things that I can really think of, like, like, getting in big trouble, 
because again, I was a pretty relatively good kid. Mm-hmm. There was one situation where, um, and this was definitely before you, because um, it involved sneaking out to like go make out with a boy. Um, <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, like really, there was this one time where. I can't remember who was over. I want to say it was, I had a friend over and like we had spent all day hanging out at my friend Mike's house, like down the street from me. Older boy, Mike. Um, Mike was a year ahead of me. Him and Alex were like really good friends. Mm-hmm. So I want to say that like it was me, Alex and probably Sam. Okay. Like all hanging out at Mike's house. It was his birthday. Um, and like all of our friends were there and we were hanging out there all day long. And like, that was cool. Like my, obviously my parents knew I was there. And then, um, one of Mike's really good friends was Mikey. And like everyone was like in love with Mikey. Mike and Mikey, huh? Yeah. Hmm. There was a big difference though. <laughs> Mikey was like, Mike is like super, super like humble, like sweet guy. Yeah, that Mikey is bad news. Mikey is like playa playa, like was such like a heartbreaker what age is this this was i mean this was like probably right before you so probably like 14 15 well i'm also trying to think because i was i was thought i was in love at 14 yeah i'm trying to think if this was after him or before him It, it was around somewhere between 13 and 14 okay and so after the party was over, I got home, you know, okay, night's over, like went to bed. I, like the thing that I love about like my family too is like, okay, good night, good night. Like no one's expecting you to like not be in bed. Like no one's going to come, come in your room and check to see that you're sleeping. <laughs> like, so like literally once everyone's asleep, like I would walk out my front door, <laughs> peace out. And I remember I walked all the way back down to Mike's house because Mikey was staying the night there. And we were like making out and getting, you know, laying down on the couch. Not our type of laying down. (laughs) You were the first person that I ever laid down with. He was trying though. And Not I okay. and Shut I started down, I started to get Mikey. like really uncomfortable, and thankfully, like my mom called me, and this was probably at like three in the morning. And my mom's like, "Where are you?" You had a cell phone. Uh, yeah. I don't I, think I had a cell phone I got at that time. Well, like I mean, this was in high school. This was like freshman year. Yeah, I might have of high yeah, school. I, I got I, I got a cell phone. I think my eighth grade year. I didn't get a cell phone until I was on high school sports because yeah. I needed one. Yeah. So, anyways, my mom calls me and is like, "Like, where the fuck are you?" And I was like, "I'm just at Mike's house." She's like, "You need to get your ass home because my dad wakes up at like three thirty four a.m. to go to work." And she was like, your dad cannot know that you're gone. Like, you need to get your ass back here, like, ASAP. And so the kicker is, I'm, like, freaking out because I'm like, fuck, like, my mom knows that I'm not home. Like, granted, like, my mom was, not that she was, like, cool about it, but, like, she was, like, not going to tell my dad. Yeah. And 
So I'm like, it's a pretty significant walk. Like it wasn't just like across the street. Like it was probably a good, like, probably like a good, like half mile, like walk, which at like 3 a.m. when you're like that young, like it's a pretty far walk. And so I remember asking like if Mikey would drive me and he said no. What a dick. He said no. I think he like didn't have like a lot of gas, but I'm like, okay, literally live like a half mile away. Like, fuck you. And I was so pissed. So then I was walking and like it was taking so long to get home that my mom called me again and was like, where the fuck are you? And I was like, I'm walking. And, she, and so my mom came and picked me up. And yeah. Oh, my God. And like I snuck back into my bedroom before like my dad like noticed that anything was happened. So you're trying to tell me the first time you ever got like in trouble and grounded was like not until you're like 14 or 15 not years old. Not that I can remember for like being like, yeah, getting like grounded and in trouble. Like, I feel like I used to get grounded all the time. I'm sure that I did get grounded at times when I was younger, but like I cannot think of like a physical story of like getting grounded when I was young. Yeah, just I was, a, I was a good kid. Like I didn't do anything wrong. Literally, like the fact that like the extent of like the worst thing that I ever did as a child was the fact that I would sneak out, aka, which is like, is it even sneaking out if you're walking out of your front door? Like, and I wasn't sneaking out to like go do drugs or like drink. I was literally sneaking out to just like walk around the neighborhood with friends or like go make out with a boy. <laughs> yeah, totally, you know, innocent, sneaking out, fraternizing with horny little 15 year old boys well i didn't know like i didn't know and like he was trying to like rub up on me and i was like what is happening shut it down <laughs> shut it down not okay and it's like you're so young and you don't know how to like say hey like i don't want to do this anymore because he was for sure having sex like at that age what yeah oh yeah like at what point did you stop doing like summer camp type oh. things or like you know those family tradition things like when did you start becoming like a little shit teenager i've never been a shit teenager well you started sneaking out and, and then that eventually transitioned to skipping class <laughs> like at some point you went from goody two shoes i was robin sparkles oh my god to like rebellious like robin Shrebotsky. my new name is robin daggers two not that big of a deal i mean like granted yes if i were to like if i were to now be like a grown-ass adult and had like a 12 year old 13 year old child and i knew that like especially as a daughter like you were sneaking out to go make out with a boy i'd be oh hell no yeah, not okay but like i wasn't drinking and i wasn't doing drugs okay. and to me like that's the worst of the worst at that age like i wasn't doing that shit well, so to me i'm like i really wasn't that rebellious in comparison to probably 95% of people who at that, like, I would say probably 95% of people like started drinking and like experimenting with some sort of either smoking or weed or something at like probably between 13 and 16. Were you straight edge at that point? When I was 13? Yeah. Like when other people were probably drinking and then you were not. I didn't like physically claim straight edge until my freshman year of high school so real quick little sidebar so yeah like 13 for those 14. listening who don't know what we're talking yeah, about yeah um that was a big reason why we met was mm -hmm. that we were both straight edge yeah 
which means that we didn't drink, we didn't smoke. It is specifically like a movement in the punk hardcore scene. Yeah, and I'm I'm just trying to say it wasn't something that we did because we were trying to be good kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like a a stance, like yeah, like you know we're not gonna do this or we're not gonna do that. Yeah, because that was like you know going back to Minor Threat, and you can look into the whole yeah, history yeah, yeah. if you want to look up yeah. Straight Edge. But like you had to claim Straight Edge, like you were in this yeah. like punk group yeah type of deal it was yeah. like we're not gonna drink we're not gonna smoke we're not gonna have promiscuous sex like we're above that we have clear minds and you know yeah that's like all my friends and it was like a quote-unquote lifetime commitment yeah. like all my friends growing up was like we all were friends because we we're all straight edge yeah. and like it all ties back to the music scene of yeah. like hardcore and punk yeah and that's how we met yeah um like at this time were you already claiming straight edge? Like you were consciously like, I'm not going to drink or smoke. Like I'm just going to make out with boys, but like I'm not going to party and well, get in trouble in that sense. Well, even before claiming straight edge, I was already like in that mindset because I of just... religion? No, I, I don't personally think it's because of religion. I think I just... I'm sure there is a factor of it, yes, because it's just growing up in a, you know, strong very strong moral based home where yeah. it's like knowing right from wrong. And it's like, well, that's not right because I'm not legally old enough to do that stuff yet. So for me, that's just like, again, me being kind of like goody, good two shoes, like just following the rules. Well, at what point did you stop following the rules and you started, you know, cause like, all right, when I met you, I started drinking at 25 years old. That is not what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, when I first met you, you were just like in the midst of getting in trouble because you and Jessica, who I can only assume was the one who started corrupting you, like you started ditching class and that's why you got in trouble. And like when I first started talking to you, I couldn't see you because you were grounded. Okay. I would like to point out that ditching would be defined as being somewhere and then leaving. You just never showed up. We just didn't show up until like third or fourth period. That's still ditching. You were truant. <laughs> That is illegal. I know. Yeah. Well. Like, when did that start? I want to hear that was, those stories. That was my freshman year. Was that, that with was, Jessica? Yeah. She corrupted you? She didn't corrupt me, but, like, we both had, I think we both had, like, late start. Yeah. Freshman so year. That's how it started. Nobody had late start freshman year. You made mm -hmm. your own late start. <laughs> Yeah, you know that's what it was is cuz my my mom was working. That's when she started working. So my mom would go to work super early in the morning. Jessica was driving at that point, which How was she driving? Oh, well, Jessica's older cuz she got held back. No. Oh, that's it's, it's always the older friend. That's why. It's just I always forget that she's older than me. Is that when you started doing like fake dreadlocks in your hair? <laughs> like as soon as the parents we're out of the house because they're both working now. That's when you started that pushing the envelope. That wasn't. <laughs> that is not being rebellious. Like that is the that ties into like my obsession with hair and like <laughs> how much I loved like doing weird things to my hair. Okay, that wasn't like trying to be like rebellious. There is not a time that I could personally think of that like I was trying like consciously to be rebellious against like my parents or something. Like, when did you start talking like a sailor? Um. Ooh, you know what? I will never forget. I know the first day that I cussed. 
What did you say? I said, fuck you. Whoa. Whoa. Yep. It was in seventh grade. I was always a goody good two-shoe. I had never cussed before in my life. And I like specifically remember all these details because right before this happened, right before I actually cussed for the first time, there was this girl who her name was Lacey. And she decided to pick a fight with me for whatever reason. She was older. She was a great older. Mm-hmm. Also, I think got held back, but whatever. She was a great older. And she was known as like kind of like Miss Popular slash like she was kind of a bitch. Totally. And she decided to pick a fight with me and was going around telling everybody that I cussed her out. And at this time, I had never said a cuss word in my life. And like everyone's like, yeah, you're fucking stupid. Like you're you're really trying to convince us that goody good like Christian girl eight nine four over here like is cussing you out. Like so nobody believed her because she's fucking crazy. So I had never cussed before until I had this boy in the seventh grade who like we started like quote unquote like dating. I was supposedly like we are boyfriend and girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And two weeks into like our relationship, he like went around telling everybody that he didn't have a girlfriend. And he was telling girls that like he was single and like da da da. And so like I heard it through the grapevine that like Colin was like telling girls that like he doesn't have a girlfriend. And I was like, fuck you. I threw this big scene. I thought you were throwing a big scene at this girl, not him. No, so you gotta, you gotta get your story straight. No, it's I'm not te- adding up. No, I'm telling you, like specifically, that everyone knew me as someone who had never cussed before. Yeah, but you said the first time you cussed was specifically to this girl. No, she was spreading rumors that I was cussing. So who did and you cuss at? Her I, or Colin? No, I cussed at Colin. I'm telling you, I told that as like a little precursor. It was a big precursor. No, you set it was up like this a, whole scene no, about that was her. like a little precursor to kn- like just to show that like everyone knew that I had never cussed before and that like. Everyone knew, just everyone knew. Like, so how'd you even know what to say? Who corrupted you? And obviously, like, I know cuss words. Like, I people say them around me. I just like was never saying them. And I threw this big scene at the lunch tables in front of everybody in the beginning of school, like right before class started. And like, literally, it was like your classic, like everyone circled around us. Damn. And I fucking cussed him out. Were you wearing your white sunglasses? Oh God, I hope not. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. So it was all downhill after that. Wait, what What just happened? I thought we were just getting into that. Well, we had a really long episode. We did. And nobody wants to listen to a four-hour conversation because we ain't Joe Rogan. Yeah. We don't do that kind of format. Yeah. So we figured we would cut this up into two parts. Chop, 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 chop. You just listen to part one. <laughs> We're going to hit you a part two next week. Oh, shit. It's going to be another 45 minutes of just eargasm content. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so stay tuned. I just had an eargasm. For real, though. Thanks for listening. Yeah. It's been the MySpace with you podcast. You want to talk to us, hit us up on the DMs and Instagram. We love meeting new people, making new friends. We really do, because we're loners. So please, be our friends. We don't have a lot of friends. 
That's what this podcast is all about. We want you to be our friend. Yes. Hit us up. Stay tuned till next week when part two drops. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Do you want me to make that noise? You just did.